to LOL. Listen out loud, that is. It's time for Anime Jam Session with DJ Ronma S, Mako-chan, and Ari Rockefeller. Hey everyone, welcome to Anime Jam Session, episode number 230. Yes, we are that podcast that talks about anime games, conventions, the fandom, geek stuff, and everything in between. I'm DJ Ronma S. I'm Ari Rockefeller. And I'm Ichigo Gami, subbing in for Mako-chan tonight. You just saved me about a minute of speech. I you I owe you one. I heart you too. <laughs> oh, thank you. If you didn't Good if, thinking. If you didn't see our last minute update, due to Verizon's screw up, Mako Chan can't join us tonight and her basic phone internet connection is not strong enough to be held on, so you know, we had to we had to put her on the shelf for tonight and bring in a good friend of mine who started helping out with the show and the site I've known for about 20 years, give or take. Has it been that long? Um, maybe not 20 years, but I'm um, Ichigogami is what many of my friends know me as. Cat's my human name. I've been on the con circuit um, for a pretty long time, since I think uh, 2000. So it's been a pretty long while. I've known Ranma for a long, long time. Maybe too damn long? I don't know. It always feels like it's too long, doesn't it? Sometimes it really does. Sometimes it really does. Or like, where in the actual hell did the time go? I know, right? We are live tonight, week of August 25th, 2015 on the VOG Network. We are here live Tuesdays at 9.30pm Eastern, with replays Thursdays at 2. Check out our interactive chat room at live.vognetwork.com. Chat clients such as Merc, XChat, Chatzilla can use irc.gamesurge.net. The chat room is VOG, V-O-G, or you can head on over to AnimeJamSession.com slash VOG Network. We have an IRC uh, link. If you click on that, your default IRC chat line will bring you right in. Or you can head on over to Live.VOGNetwork.com. Either or bring you right into the chat. So it's ring by. Check-ins are live. So check into the show. Earn some awesome points. And let's see. Let me fix that. And don't forget to swing by our forums where every week we post a review of, of the episode. We want to hear from you. Uh, let's see what's going on into the chat room. And some people are, are kind of are raging over the pre-show. And if you heard it, there is a reason for that. And it does connect to one of the stories we're going to talk about tonight. So just sit fast for that. And Mako-chan is just pissed that she can't be in the chat to, with us tonight. Oh, I guess I could redo the pre-show for her sometime in the future if I feel like it. Hi, Mako-chan. But you don't. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> oh, she's going to punch me for that one. Okay, let, let's go ahead and keep things. Let's keep things going with a decent pace. Ari, how was your week and how was your day? Well, all the overtime I've been putting in has paid off since I got paid today. That's a good start. That's good. And. <clears throat> See, I was over at a friend's house Saturday and Sunday watching uh, the NXT takeover okay. at SummerSlam, and they ended up being good shows. Well, until the finished main event of SummerSlam, but ugh, that sucked. Also, Jon Stewart has become a hero to New York City again. So. <laughs> He's always been a hero to New York City. I mean, he ran, he was, he hosted a Daily Show for 16 years. Come on. Oh my gosh, right up in the Coco. What was that? 
I'm staying right in in the field. Mm-hmm. Leaving the show. I uh, But uh Well, I ended up losing my medical insurance because of one of the pay raises I got pushed me out of that little threshold where I could have actually get really cheap that free medical insurance, but not making really enough to actually take care of myself on my own. Mm. I kind of know that feel. And I don't, I'm not sure I'm bring this up because it might make me sound shallow and a uh, great. But... But what was that? So, I said I don't sound shallow or a uh, so for you know, game grateful. Mm. I ended up having to loan a shitload of money to my parents who haven't paid me back the other money they borrowed off of me. Right. Money on, I plan on saving for something huge, probably a, some friends of mine have been wanting to go to Disney World for a while. That sounds pretty cool. Yeah, but I'm but I don't plan to rip get that money back, so I, I obviously, yeah my dad asked me, and he, like, actually asked me for it, and I wasn't, you know, told to, uh, give the money, you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, that's a dapper the last couple of days. So, I'm just trying to, trying to keep myself from going completely nuts, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I know that feeling. Yeah. I think it's not like an asshole. But, uh, that's about it for me, then. Okay. Let's see if this works. Ichigo, how was your week? How was your day? Welcome to the show. Tell the hundreds and hundreds of the fans a little bit about yourself. Hi, I'm Kat, um, again. And I <laughs> have been around for a little while. I've been since, uh, age, like, seven or eight, and since I was a little bit younger. Um, right now, unfortunately, I'm out of work, which is a lot of fun. Um, but I... It's really not, trust me. <laughs> yeah, it's it's so much fun. But I'm glad I can take on commissions and stuff for friends and do things like that and work on my fashion line because that's what I am. I am a fashion designer by trade, um, which cosplays like my guilty secret, but everybody knows it, so it's a lot of fun. Um, I've known Ranma for a long time, and I've just met Ari today, and I always listen to Mako-chan and Ari and Ranma on their podcasts because they're just super awesome. So, um, yeah, I've just been around for a little while. Um, I am looking to go to a few cons this year, um, but otherwise, it's really just been kind of up and down for me. We got our house um, a year or two ago, and we're still moving into it. You know, you've always got those one or two boxes you still unpack. Um, a transition and no one wants to hire me because I am too smart to do menial labor for minimum wage but I keep telling them I will take any job and they go no we know you're too smart we don't want to pay you for your brain look I got where, to- I, where I've come from people will pay will uh, pay me minimum wage for that sort of shit and not use me and explicitly say yeah we're not using you for your smarts look when it goes to movie and packing, I got stuff in my closet. 
I, I really need to repack because I just realized ain't no one going to see this shit but me. I had no place to display them, so, you know. Ugh. Yeah. I know that feeling. And for some reason, when the audio is playing in the background, y'all are cutting out, so I might have to cut the audio music in the background while we run tonight's show for some odd reason. I don't know what the hell is going on tonight. The Skype gods hate you. The internet just didn't want to participate in this today. Um, the Skype gods cannot hate me because I have a golden ticket for the Skype gods for obvious reasons. Does that get you a lifetime supply of chocolate? Because if it does, I totally want in. Um, maybe. You just have to find me to get some. <sighs> <laughs> Anywho, my weekend day has been the same old. I'm still training at my job, at my job, but, and I've already mentioned where I work, so I won't probably be mentioning too much more about it because we all made an agreement to not really talk about it. It's sort of like a privacy type thing, which I get and I understand. So if you don't know by now, I work for Microsoft. I work in their flagship store in New York City, and I'm in training. That's all I can say. And that's all it's been, and the training's been, it's been really fun, and I can't complain about that. Um, let's see what else has been up to. Um, life was good till I got flooded yesterday. Uh-oh. Yeah, the sink, the, 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 the drain in the shower started backing up. I knew it had something to do with the trap in the other room, and I was going to take care of it when I came back from class, and I told the neighbors upstairs, don't run the water. And guess what happened? They ran the water. Yes. And the thing is, as they were coming in, for that one split second, I could have gone, I could have went downstairs with them to fix that before going to work. But I have cardboard boxes down to pretty much absorb as much water as possible. Um, I oh, And after that, I got some carpet cleaner. I'm going to run over the carpet to help kind of get things going. But I might need to get something strong, a much more powerful vacuum than my Dirt Devil. But it's been working so far, so I really can't complain. Get one of those little Auric ones. <laughs> the little what? The Auric ones. Oh, one of yeah. O R E C K. I know what you're talking about, but I don't. I gotta check if, Tar if Tarjay sells them. <laughs> yeah. Well, you have a giant in your area. I know that they rent out rug doctors. See. We have giant in this area, but they're not called giant. What are they, what are they called? Stop and shop. Hmm. Same company. I might just end up going. There's a path mark I can rent one from or a Home Depot if it comes <laughs> down to it. But for now, I'm just going to do the cardboard thing because my next days off aren't until next uh, Monday and Tuesday, so we will see. Last time this happened, um. I put down paper and absorbed all of it, and last time it was a little more worse, but so far, you know, as long as it, I'm just trying, to, main, main control is absorbing the water, making sure that it doesn't stink in here, or else I'm really going to be annoyed for for another few weeks, you know what I'm saying? I'm Bust out the Febreze. That's what I did, I'm fully armed with Febreze and carpet cleaner, and yes, I'm way prepared for this, for the mold, so yeah. <sighs> oh, well, I didn't even think about that. Yeah, a friend of mine mentioned it. I'm like, I'm way ahead of you on that, so... 
probably after tonight's show, I'm going to see about if I have to replace any cardboard and vacuum and so forth. See what has to be done. Oh, I hope that goes well for you. Oh, that makes two of us. It that makes two of us. It makes three because I totally hope that it goes well for you and you don't get any mold. We had fun with that last year. It was a lot of fun. Yeah, Super. well, I had to I had to deal with uh bed bugs for about six months, so that's uh, yeah. yeah. Thanks to a former friend who hung out and told me after the fact that she had bed bugs at her place. I'm like, now you tell me. That's so helpful. Yeah. And if we go into the chat room at live.vognetwork.com, uh, Sarah Ackerman says, Rutgers like $300 of rent in my area. Call Levy. Levi. Uh, what is he going to do? He's known for being Mr. Clean. Oh, Wait. right. I totally forgot about that. If Mr. Clean was deadpan and didn't smile to save his life. And actually had hair. Hey yo. Uh, the real rage. Clean things is it? He's bald by choice. The real rageinator says, "When life gives you mold, gather that shit up and chuck it at dumbass neighbors." And Shinji Akari says, "Get Aaron to clean it for you." Oh, I guess. I guess. Okay. We're going to go ahead and take our first break. And when we get back, we're going to jump into the thicket of things with our articles and our stories. So, um, yeah. We'll be back.
this little note uh, brief and quick. Um, f- uh, friend of the show, really cool guy, Kyle Bear. He, uh, ha- he is signing off on an autographed picture of Ryu for something, something very good. Suicide Prevention. There is a Facebook group called Suicide Prevention Brigade. They are raising money for uh, suicide prevention. And he signed off on an uh, autographed picture of Ryu. And, et, and donations are five bucks a pop. Um, if you head over to my personal Facebook page, facebook.com slash imdgeronimess, there is a link to that. There will also be a link to it on the official Anime Jam Session uh, Facebook page. So swing by and definitely check that out. And remember, it's going for a good cause. Mm-hmm. Now let's go ahead and kick things off. Uh Ari, you want to take this first one? Uh, okay. Uh, let's see. About the One Piece movie? Yep. Sure. Uh, let's see. Oh, I got a little teaser. Is it read for the story? Okay, fine. Mm-hmm. Bring it up. <clears throat> the ending of the, of the latest One Piece special, One Piece episode of Sabo, has, reviewed, has revealed that a new One Piece movie will premiere in Japan in the summer of 2016. The reveal didn't give any information, but we'll surely get some info on upcoming issues of Weekly Shonen Jump. And the preview image is a top-down shot of Luffy looking up at something, being confused. And yet, these are pirates? I'm sorry. I come from the school of Captain Harlock and Queen Emeraldus. Those are real pirates. These are not pirates. That's just like saying Naruto and the crew are ninjas. If you're going to get on them for not being ninjas because of their colors, because of what they're wearing, these ain't pirates. 
These are a bunch of wannabes. I'm sorry. I'm Team Ninja all the way. I kind of figured. <laughs> all right. Ichigo, you want to grab the next one for us? Sure. It's totally about Love Live. Yes. I am not actually a huge Idol fan. Please don't hurt me. Um, well, neither am I. Neither am I. They haven't hurt me yet. I have a lot of friends who do it in groups and, and dansu to pansu. Uh, they, they do a lot of the idol cosplay. But mm -hmm. for you who love Love Live, the school idol movie premiered on June 13th in, on 20, in 2015 across Japan. And it has now surpassed 20 million US dollars. Dollar dollar bills, y'all. Money, 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 money. Billion yen at the box office in just 65 flipping days. 65 days. Mm -hmm. I mean, dang, son. <laughs> and I am going to the. I am going to one of the. I'm going to one of the uh, U.S. premieres of it. So I am hyped about that. Oh God. Well, I would tell you to go check out the DC one, but it's sold out. Yeah, but, I mean, the funny thing I think about those is a lot of the anime, it's a very big juxtaposition of fandom mm -hmm. because you have the younger generation who it's kind of pointed to, and then you've got, of course, the older generation. Um, and it's just kind of kind of funny when you see the, the kinds of crowds you get um, in those kind of films because you'll get all the, like, oh, my God, young tween girls who are so excited, and then you'll get, like, the older generation, which is us, that are like, yeah... We've been here before. We've been through this. We've been through Vocaloids. We've been through, you know, just all the, the, the trenches of idol anime. It's See, not completely homogenous, in other words. Yeah. But, you know, for us, we didn't have the idol anime. We had the idol Seiyu. I mean, if you remember, you had Doko, Goddess Family Club, um, Moon Lips. And if you're wondering who are these groups... See, Love Live does it, but they took it to the next level. Because back in the day, we're talking the '90s, maybe even the '80s. They, of course, anime would have the soundtracks, but sometimes they would take the lead vocalist, the female, three, four of them, put them together as a group, and name the group which is similar to the anime. And they would put out a couple of albums, or they would just do a couple of title tracks for the anime. That's what we had. And then, as time went on, it evolved to Vocaloid, and now we have Love Live. And to be perfectly honest, I'm not, I'm not that big on um, on idol anime, because I tried watching AKB0048, and I, I couldn't do it. Wasn't doing anything for you? No. I checked this out, I'm like, let me see what this is all about. And I actually liked it. And you're talking to somebody who despises Glee with a passion. So... If somebody who hates Glee can enjoy Love Live, then you know. That and one of my favorite movies growing up is uh, Rock and Roll High School Forever. I love that movie. Yes. Awesome movie. Mm -hmm. I might have to track that movie down and watch it again. It's been so long since I've seen it. It's probably on Netflix. Probably. And in the chat room, uh, live on network.com, Sarah Ackerman says, Hollywood, get with the times. In two months, they earn a lot of money. What the hell, Hollywood? Why can't you be that smart? Uh, Hollywood is smart, but the stupidity comes in when you get the wrong person 
to direct the film. Or you get someone who's a diehard fanboy or fangirl to direct the film or something like that. Avatar. <laughs> and he's pushing no. for a second movie. I know, right? Oh, it's going to be so bad. There's been so much backlash about it. It's just, uh, it's like a plane. It's like a plane that's that's just exploding in your face. Yeah, well, I am still waiting for the script for the for the live action Akira movie. <laughs> Look, there's you. Generally, when there is an urban film that comes out, there's always violence at the theaters, except for Straight Outta Compton. I guess because they put up extra security so it wouldn't happen. If Akira comes out. There will there will be shots fired at the theater. There will be raging otaku screaming at the screen, ready to rip and the breathing place really out. heavy into their keyboards as they type furiously. Yes, and as uh, Serenity fourteen eighty eight says, "Don't see the new Hitman movie. It sucked." Well, so I heard. I kind I still want to see. It. One of my friends is a big Hitman fan. He's also a big Fantastic Four fan. Even he said the new film was horrible. Yeah, my friend Mike loves Doctor Doom. He's one of his favorite comic characters, and even he said that. Then even he railed against uh, Fan Forstic more than I did. I think Fox just did that to piss in Marvel's face. Probably. Yeah. Did you go? What do you think? Um. Well, I'd I'd have to say like most of the the hero films, with a few exceptions of the storyline selection that they're coming out with have just been really disappointing. It's I mean, the Deadpool movie looks really awesome. Oh yes. But I have like a secret love for Deadpool. He's just crazy and Unlike Mako Chan who has a very overt love for Deadpool. Okay, yeah. And, and our other I, friend uh Seiya. Mako Chan's still in the chat? Uh no, she got DOS boot. Fuck. Ooh. DOS boot and DOS bum, as it were. <laughs> And as ActDef says, like seriously, they just did that to keep the license and piss off everybody. Yep, pretty much. Well, when you got that much money to burn, why not? Oh, God. Okay. Next up, this is something that Mako Chan will go, will go nuts over because this is, this is one of her fandoms. It's Ghost in the Shell. So, they're doing a stage play as part of, as, as ongoing with the anime. It seems that they revealed the visuals for it, and they've casted Kaede Ayono as Major Motoka Kusanagi in costume. And from what I've see, from what I can see here, it looks pretty good. I think they did a pretty good job of it, but I think next, I'm going to probably hold on to this because we all know next week Mako's going to want go a little bit more in-depth detail about that. In other words, I might have to have the raging theme in the background just in case. But, um, the play... You don't want to put your hands too close. <laughs> pretty much. The play will run at Tokyo Genjutsu Gekijo Playhouse from November 5th to the 15th. Tickets are on sale on the E-Plus website today, or in this case, yesterday, which or August 25th. The play will also, for the first time, use 3D videos as part of the main performance and will feature the cast acting alongside videos to enhance the performance. And the attendees will have 3D glasses. That's pretty cool. The Gits or Ghost in the Shell Arise OVA project includes four episodes, the last of which premiered in Japan uh, actually last year, 2014. Uh, Funimation has the rights 
and the first episode, and they had released them. The television broadcast premiered in Japan on April 5th under another title called Ghost in the Shell Arrive Alternate Architecture. Hmm. And that came with two extra episodes. The uh, new movie opened up on June 20th, and Maya Sakamoto and Cornelius performed the theme song, the title theme, uh, Mata Ugoku, which means it still moves. It doesn't. Say, it's not a musical, right? No, it's just a stage play. Hmm. I'm trying to think about what a musical Ghost in the Shell would be like. I don't know. I don't know. I think that's that goes in the list of things you don't want to uh, imagine. Shit, man was not meant to know. Pretty much. <laughs> yeah, good point. Okay, Ari, this one's in. This one's in your court. Oh goody! And and when you start this, I have something. Um, I have to drop in. Um, you know, in there. But keep going. <clears throat> so two were arrested after threats of the, on the Pokemon World Championship. The Boston Police Department arrested two men on Saturday after they allegedly threatened violence at the Pokemon World Championships. The Boston PD the Police Department said in a statement that arrested 18-year-old Kevin Norton and 27-year-old James Stumbo after finding a 12-gauge Remington shotgun, a DPMS model AR-15 rifle, several hundred rounds of ammunition, and a hunting knife in the car they used to drive from Iowa to Boston. According to police, neither Norton nor Stumbo possessed a license for the firearms, like they're worrying about that at this point, and they were arrested on charges of unlawful possession of a firearm, unlawful possession of ammunition, and other firearm charges. The Pokemon Company listed Kevin Norton and James Stumbo as invitees to the Master Divisions at a championship last week, although the company has since removed their names. The championship had nearly a thousand invites this year. On a public Facebook page called Mayhem Pokemon Crew, Stumbo allegedly posted a photo of a white sedan with two firearms set atop the trunk on Wednesday. The post said, Kevin Norton and I are ready for World's Boston, here we come. When a group member posted (coughs) wishing the two men luck, Norton allegedly responded, what, with killing the competition? Oh, god damn it. Mm Mm-hmm. Wow. The Pokemon Company were made aware of the alleged threats and informed the security at the Heinz Convention Center, where the event took place on Thursday. The Convention Center security personnel then contacted the Boston Police Department. It also increased security in the event. The suspects were barred from entering the event on Thursday evening. Boston Police executed a search warrant in the suspect's vehicle on Friday, finding and recovering the weapons. The PPD then collaborated with the police in the nearby town of Slagas to arrest the two suspects in a hotel in that town. God, fuck it. I know people in my in the Pokemon fandom are crazy, you know, Gen Warners, you know, Gen Warners, Ash Arena shippers, you know, all that good, weird shit. Mm-hmm. The Pokeality people, but we're supposed to be better than this. Hell, any the fandom should be better than this. Well, you still have a lot of people that are just not comfortable with the differences in our society, even now. I mean, it's still a problem throughout different factions but there's always going to be someone who's offended you that's why i go by the 85 15 rule if 15 percent of the people are offended i give no shits if 85 percent of the people are offended then maybe i should retract what i said and go about my business but um this popped up 
on my feed, and this is a public post. I don't think it's been taken down. And even I, I think this is kind of fucked up. And, and I'm the one that's always about Gallo's humor. It's pretty screwed up. And, I mean, like, yeah, it's it's just another, another you know, uh, example of, of how people can take it and pervert it into a place where it's not safe. The nice thing was, though, is that the security was alerted early enough to kind of stop them. Yeah. Now, check this out. Uh, for one of, we all know who Eric Stewart is, right? Yeah. Yeah. For those who don't know... He was one of the original voices of James on Pokemon. And I do believe he was also Gary Gabriel from The Slayers. Mm-hmm. He recently just made a post on his Facebook in regards to what happened. And even I say this was kind of fucked up. And this is coming from me. And he says, Now that the dust has settled, a few days have gone by, and thank goodness no one was hurt by these two dangerous idiots. It can finally be revealed that their true motivation was to get the original voice actors back on the show since it really sucks now. Wink. Fail humor. It's not even, like, too early, bro. No, it's straight up, like, Team Rocket needs to blast off again because it was that bad. I mean, yeah, even Stuart... Even Stewards again, who, uh... Is that the guy's name? Yes. Um, the guy who voices Professor Oak compared the new voice actors to the new Coke of the Pokemon, you know, voice acting people. Oh, he actually what? said that? Yeah. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah. He uh, he compared his successor as the, the new voice... The current Professor Oak. He, he called him new Coke. Okay. Given the situation, how they got screwed... I get that. I'd be salty as fuck, too. But you know what? It's been ten years. Ten motherfucking years. Just let it go, bruh. Just let it go and... and Don't even start that again, though. I I wasn't trying to, but I'm just saying, you know... I understand what it's like to hold a grudge for two years... I don't think I. And this is a guy. And by the way, this is a guy who likes to go to conventions cosplaying as Professor Oak. Well, it's like a confused rage boner. (sighs) Like I said, I'm the one that likes Gallo's humor. I'm the one that's all about saying the fucked up shit to get people to laugh and understand the situation. I think now that I've kind of given up on the whole Gallo's humor thing, that, that, that was just wow. And from my understanding, I have not gone to his Facebook to see this, which it is a public post, but from my understanding, half the people commented, agree with the man. Oh, God fucking damn it. Give power the internet... They'll do fun, stupid things. <laughs> uh, I'll be right back. Yeah, uh, I'm just, I'm just glad this didn't go on Tumblr. Cause my God, could you just imagine? Ugh. If it went on Tumblr or any of those websites, man, it'd be blowing up everybody's. And it's not even that. It's more like all the friggin' Tumblrites would be agreeing with him. I'm just like, really. 
It's that whole crowd hive mentality, man. It's like a bunch of bees. And as ActDef says in our chat room at live.vognetwork.com, says it will be on Tumblr eventually. Well, it kind of sort of is because the person I got this from screen capped it and posted it on his Tumblr. So... <coughs> Pardon me. You're welcome. It's just a matter of time before it goes viral. If it's not already. I'm almost tempted to check. I miss anything? Uh... No. no. Oh. oh, wait. Yeah, it, it, it's already gone viral on Tumblr. Feed <sighs> trolls. Feed them. <laughs> and as one person said, is this legit? Did he seriously fucking say this? And as one person goes, also, it's highly unprofessional to say another voice actor's work sucks, especially when compared to your own. And, whoa, who knew Brock was kind of a dick? <laughs> God. Hmm. Okay, uh... Let's see. Who's next? Please take the next one, please. Can I take the next one? I love killing... Go right ahead. Sure. Sure. Knock yourself out. If you guys love Kill a Kill like I do, is she's one of the most memorable characters of all anime... And her eccentric personality, surprisingly wise words, and her loyalty to Ryoko has gained Mako quite the fandom. The same seems to be true at Trigger. Kill a Kill character designer, Sushio, has drawn a heartwarming story about Mako growing up, her isolation from her peers, and the first moments when she met Ryuko. If you head to the website, which should be linked on our fan page, it will have the images um, and the article that I'm mentioning. And in the images, it's got a lovely little storyline um, of some art done by Sushio of Mako as a baby and growing up and being a toddler and her interactions with her parents and her youth and just being flippin' adorable. And then kind of goes into her isolation as a child and how she grows up with her little brother and her dog and everything. So it's just really sweet and really cute. And it kind of leads you into more of her character development as uh, as a pretty iconic character in Kill a Kill. Um, so I really enjoy her and hope to cosplay her soon. So you're saying you're a Mako Makinsho fangirl. I'm a Mako Mankanshoku fangirl. Yes, I love I love Kill a Kill, and um, I have I have a friend who I do cosplay duets with. So I'm hoping that maybe I can get convince her to do Ryugo, and we can run around being derps. Well, for, uh-huh. for the record, I am Team Satsuki. That's my bitch. Gosh, her eyebrow game is so strong. Yes, though. yes, it is. I have uh, a friend who uh, already does her um, transformation form, and damn, does she look good. Her, her, no, her, her eyebrow game is strong. Her wrestling bitch face is no is no joke. It's a pretty severe wrestling bitch face yeah. syndrome she's got going on there, but now, it works for her. Now I'm going to tell you something. You might get upset by this, but um, you Sushio was at Anime Next this year. He was at Otakon too. God damn it! Yeah, yeah, bitches. <sighs> Missed them both times. It looks like. No, no, I met him. Um, see, here's the thing. I have- Here's I mean, the thing. Trigger did the opening animation for Project Cross Zone. The four people from Trigger didn't work on it, but I personally did not care because it was Trigger that did it. I didn't care who it was. That way I could show on it. People from Trigger sh- signed this. That's what I really cared about. 
Yeah, anytime that they do work and production work on it, they always do a great job. I loved Nana as a manga, and then I got into it, um, you know, as an anime when it came out, and they did a really amazing job um, Mm -hmm. carrying the story over and everything. Alright. Now, this this next song, this, this next article pretty much can Ha- is related to our opening pre-show. For what's popular in Japan is using English words. Like if you play fighting games, there are some characters that use English words. Like if you played, I don't know, Fatal Fury. Okay. Power Wave. But yeah, uh, Terry's a fountain of English. Yeah, he certainly is. But um. What's starting? What's is popular from time to time is that there are some animes that do have opening or ending or background or image songs in English. Now I'm looking at some of these, and I, and I have to say I do have a slight issue with some of these songs. So let's go around the room. What do you mean? The distance between the mood and the actual song itself no the the vocal the vocalist the artist to to it okay all right so we got number 1 eden of the east oasis falling down okay oasis is an english is an american band yeah, i get that no they're, they're english yeah english you know okay. anyway go on right, number 2 hanada shoshinshi uh backstreet boys the one that is, that's why I played it at the beginning of the pre-show. That is the opening theme for that anime. Wow. Now, number three, Serial Experiments Lane, Boa Duvet. I don't know if that really counts as English because she is a J-pop and K-pop star. Yeah, I would consider that Japanese. It's just that she sings a lot of her music in English, but she's mm-hmm. still considered a Japanese artist. She did a lot of Inuyasha music, too. So, Did you... If you... Uh, go on, go on. I was saying, if you consider, like, Serial Experiment Lane is American, then you're going to have to consider all of Inuyasha American, too. Yeah. Did you pick up her English album when it came out? No, I didn't get a chance to, but I always have her on my playlists whenever I can. I, I grabbed that, and I have to say, her her English album was a lot better than, um, what's your name? Um, the girl who did the opening to Kingdom Hearts, why is it? Utada Hikaru. Yeah, Utada, Uta, yes, yeah, yeah. I have both of those, and I have to say, Boas was a lot better. Okay, number four, Will Strain, the o- uh, Steve Conte was Stray. Okay. Ergo Proxy, Paranoid Android by Radiohead. Ending, okay. Mushishi, uh, Ali Kerr, the Sore Feet song. Okay. Psychopaths, Nothing's Carved in Stone, Out of Control. Okay. Dead Man Wonderland, Fade, One Reason. Helsing, Mr. Big, Shine. Okay, I have never heard of Mr. Big until I've watched Helsing, so... Uh. You've had... Are you a big fan of Mr. Big? I've never heard of Mr. Big until now. Oh. Uh. I have the Helsing, um, one of the soundtracks for them, and, and some of the music on there is pretty funny. They've got one that actually sounds like children singing, but it's it's like... There's murder going on, and the children are happily singing, and there's like party noises of like one of those whistles that goes up and down, and oh, it's 
It's strange. Like a slide whistle? Yeah, like a slide whistle. And so they've got that, like, beep in the background. And they've got these kids like, yay, death, yay. And it's, I mean, it's fun to listen to if you're not paying that much attention. And then it comes on and you're just kind of a little alarmed. True that. Let's see what else we have. Um, number ten, uh, the Count of Monte Cristo. That was one anime I really wanted to watch, but I never got around to it. Opening theme, uh, "We Were Lovers" by Jean Jacques Bernal. Okay, uh, Black Lagoon, Red Fraction by Mel. This was another one I had a problem with because Mel is a J-pop artist. Yes, the song is in English, but. I guess why I interpret it, if it's an English song, I'm thinking it's an American artist or something like that, so. I would agree, completely. If it's a Japanese artist just translating it, then they're just trying to make it available for a different fan base, but Mm -hmm. if it's an American artist doing an anime theme song, that makes much more sense. Okay, and if we go to the chat room at live.network.com, the Real Rageinator is telling us that Mr. Big was a semi-popular band from the late 80s, early 90s. Their biggest hit was Lean Into It. Their hit single was To Be With You. Okay. And one of the downsides of a song is in English. There's a lot of people, by American artists, there are a lot of um, people who remix songs and tracks, and in order to properly remix, you need an instrumental. There is no instrumental for a lot of these. Now... Mm. The next one I was going to put as part of the pre-show, but the song is, is like nine minutes. And now I understand why they were able to split this and use three different sections for this as the ending song. And it's number 12, JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, Roundabout by Yes. And number 13 is JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, part three. Walk Like an Egyptian by the Bangles. Which was like one of my favorite songs growing up. 14. Franz Ferdinand, Do You Want To? Okay. Um, 15. F, A Tale of Memories, Euphoric Feel by Elisa. Okay, here's another one I have a problem with. Number 16. Wind by Akaboshi. In my mind's eye, that is a Japanese artist. So, obviously American. Yeah, I don't know how you can't see that Akiboshi is totally just their weeaboo name. Mm-hmm. Number seventeen, I again have an issue with. It's the person that they attribute it to, I guess. Neon. It's Claire Litley's cover of it. Yes, Neon Genesis Evangelion, "Fly Me to the Moon" by Claire Litley. I halfway expect this. It, and I know that Sinatra would probably be spinning in his grave if he heard this. Yeah, and I think they use her cover for Bayonetta because that game has like six different uh, covers of it on the soundtrack and in the game, which I really need to rebuy. But former roommate has it, and I'm just like I might have to hurt you. <laughs> Number eighteen, Ghost in the Shell Standalone Complex Lithium Flower by Scott Matthew. Number 19, I'm Alive by Becca. I think she was one of those where she had like 15 minutes of fame. She sh- she was a guest at a few cons and that was it. 
could have sworn she was at Otakon at one year. I don't recall hearing about her coming to Otakon, but the, I could have just been locked in a maid cafe that whole time. So I, no, I think yeah, it doesn't sound familiar to me either. This was before uh, Maid Cafe. Oh, so well, uh, this well, I don't know. Uh, let me see something. Pop star, like uh, anime cons. Uh, on her website, if she still does events, she probably has it listed in like previous engagements or whatever. If she has, yeah. If you put in her name, you're not finding much of. Oh, here we go. I, I I think she appeared. I think she showed up at Anime Next one year. I think. Uh, looking at this. Worst thing hmm? to find celebrities when you're looking them up online. Their real death story or their fake one made up on Twitter. <laughs> Well, let's, let's see. Uh, what's interesting, if you go to her American website, it's no longer available. If you go to the Japanese site, it redirects to Sony's site for a best of album and I, that came out four years ago. <sighs> yeah. And Shinji Ikari says, there are tons of versions of Fly Me to the Moon on the end of Unveil... End of Evangelion OST alone, if I remember correctly. Christ, that's a little bit too many times to hear that. I mean, if it's done well, I mm. like jazzy music when well, so it is pertinent to the anime. I don't know. I just it, it's a very fluid music, I guess, and so it's it's it makes it easier to be creative. I don't know. I I listen to a lot of jazz when I do art, so okay. <laughs> She was a guest at Otakon, so I think she, um, we're looking at probably 2011-2012. Oh, yeah, no, I was locked in the maid cafe. They wouldn't let me out. Wait, wait, Otakon's maid cafe's been around for that long? Yeah, it started in 2011. Sorry, guys, I'm going to go off on a tangent here, because I like to plug myself. Go I right work- ahead, because we're kind of, we need to ma- catch up for a lot of time, because normally by this time, we're like 15 minutes ahead, so go right That's ahead. A- we'll be quick. Okay. Yeah. So we can move on. But I, use, I usually work at Otakon's Maid Cafe, so if you guys want to come see me, that's where I probably will be. Anyway. If they can find you. <laughs> if they can find me over in the Hilton. Well, if they know Ronma one half, if you quote Ronma pretty well, you might appear and go Ronma no Baka and hit the person. Yep. Baka Malik <laughs> for everyone. Yep. Number 20. Gunslinger Girl. The Light Before the Land by the Delgados. Okay. Zammed Lost Memories, Shut Up and Explode by Boom Boom Satellites. And again, Vacancy by Kai Lee. Okay. Beck, Hit in the USA by Beat Crusaders. I thought they were, were, uh, far as they're a Japanese band, but you know. Yeah, they are. Yeah. Thank you. And also they did Tonight, 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 the opening to Bleach. One of the openings. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, 25, Berserk. Tell me why by the pen pals. Uh, let's see. Yeah, we can keep going. Uh, 26, Speed Graffer. Girls on Film by Duran Duran. Actually, that's one of my favorite songs by them. 
let's see, 27, Hajime no Ippo, uh, Cold Rain, 8 a.m., new challenge, yeah, mm, for a second I was thinking Cold Play, but, you know, let's see, there's another anime, Rainbow, uh, We're Not Alone, also by them, Jintama, Mr. Raindrop by Amplified, uh, okay, Hanada Shonen Shi, Drowning by the Backstreet Boys, and that's it. But speaking of the Backstreet Boys, before we get into the uh, open forum topic and the Skype line, did you hear that the Backstreet Boys at NSYNC are teaming up to do a zombie movie? Wow. What? Yeah. I, I saw this earlier today. What is it going to be called? Do you know? I don't know, but I just see them doing a dance-off with the zombies. So it'll be like Thriller. Like a ripoff of for Thriller, yeah, but, but like a male idol group. Yeah, That's b- yeah. But one thing is, Thriller was act- Thriller was good, you know. It was good, but yeah. a ripoff of Thriller, no bueno. <laughs> yeah, I, I I just found the link. Yeah, NSYNC and the Backstreet Boys are joining forces for a zombie movie. It's a zombie western futuristic horror film, and it's go- it's going to be called Dead Seven. So, so, like, Zombieland, but not? No, 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 no. Um, what was that Western film with Emilio Estevez that came out in the 90s? I don't know. Hold on, let me look this up, Emilio. Internet powers. Yep. Young Guns, that's it. It's pretty much Young Guns with the Backstreet Boys and NSYNC. I would go to see this film just because I know how bad it's going to be. It's going to be so bad. Not Street Fighter bad. It'll be worse than Legend of Chun-Li bad, but... Yeah, Street Fighter was awesome because it was so bad. (laughs) There's going to be drinking games associated with this movie. And, And as, um... Sarah Ackerman says, Rays of the Killer Boy Band. To register participation for this week's episode of Anime Jam Session on VogNetwork.com, use the passphrase, Sundial. God, I, I can't believe this is a thing. This, this is going to be so bad. It's going to be so terrible. God. And here I am posting it on my Facebook. Alright, now that we got that out the way, uh, let's see. We're going to go ahead and open up the Skype line. So, if you have any questions about tonight's show, you have any questions for us, the host, you can go ahead and Skype us at Anime Jam Session. All calls are cut to two minutes due to time. But given how the time is going so far, we might let it go a little bit longer. So, let's see. Let me pull up our official page real quick. Come on, come on. Thank you. The open forum topic is where we ask all of you, the fans, your opinion on a topic in the anime cosplay fandom. And if you don't want to choose your real name, put your pseudonym in front of it. We got you. And this is this week's uh, open forum topic, music. 
Some animes use American tracks for opening, ending, and image song from time to time. And sometimes it's background themes. So what song would go perfect with one of your favorite animes? Right. Sarah Ackerman, uh, she says, when Levi makes his anime debut in the in the series, he comes in swooping down on a titan with epic guitar music as they play an English song called Reluctant Heroes. Okay. Serenity4188 says, uh, even though growing up in the Deke era with Sailor Moon, I still love the original opening for Sailor Moon. Now when they get the chance to dub Sailor Stars, it'll be cool to hear the song in English in a few episodes and Japanese in another and go back and forth like some animes do. Uh, also, a good song that may fit uh, Princess Serenity and Neo Queen Serenity is Cinderella by Sweetbox. I think I actually have that album. And Kelly says, are we talking comical or serious? Because quite a few Weird Al songs just are made for some animes. Well, don't forget, he did do a track for Pokemon Movie 2000. Pokemon. <sighs> you didn't like that? Uh, I don't know. It just seemed corny even by Al standards. Uh, well... But then again, I'm a, I'm a guy who quoted Al's song Headline News over a guy guy who castrated another guy last week so what the hell do I know <laughs> now thinking about it I think Ichigo will probably agree with me or want my head on a platter for this one the opening theme to Friends to Ronma one half oh god why would you do that no what it kind of works no if only yeah no it no. I the only word that wants to come out of my mouth is no. <laughs> no. 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 Oh, no. Okay, okay, Ichigo. Your turn. I would say uh as far well, if I could I'd probably I I agree with the whole Sailor Moon theme thing. Mm. I I really wish that they'd just give us the original. But anyway, for an anime to a a song. I was I was harassing my hubs today. I was like, you know what? Kenshin needs to be to like Lincoln Park's crawling in my skin. Cause it oh just- God! <laughs> wow! Wow! You went there. I did. I went so far in, man. I don't know if I could find my way out. <sighs> And even Act Def is getting on my case for that one. <laughs> Sorry, dude. It's okay. And Sarah Ackerman agrees with you. And Act Def says, she went there, came back, then went there again. I even got the t-shirt, bitches. <laughs> Not me. Oh, drop mic. There it is. <laughs> okay, Ari, what about you? Oh, there's a... Well, for, for a minute there, I, under, I misunderstood it because I, I thought like I thought of uh, like what when uh, what times they use you know non-Japanese songs for like animes and ha- how mm-hmm. Wasman ended up. Uh huh. Oh, for uh, the the original like VHS version of History of Trunks. I don't know if anyone else has it or has seen it. They actually use tracks from a. Uh, <clears throat> The Dream Theater album Metropolis Part Two. They use like be- the uh, opening riff to a uh, Beyond This Life for uh, the first scene where Gohan and Trunks fight a 
17 and 18, the amusement park. Mm -hmm. That's partially how I got into Dream Theater. But uh, for the actual topic, I was thinking there's this one one moment in Pokemon where Ash actually gets a you know full on like big entrance for a uh, I think the Battle Frontier. Mm-hmm. He has one of the Battle Frontiers and a and it had a huge you know pro wrestling like feel to it. Yeah, I'm thinking it'll see, like this will be perfect. Like it, like I, I guarantee you might end up as an AMV somewhere, but. He makes his entrance a fucking final countdown by uh, Europe queues up. Mm. Another one I was thinking. Uh, Tenchi Muyo to Sister Sledge. We are family. Are you joking me right now? Maybe. Why? <laughs> I just... I ah, There'd be so much incest. Why? You've watched Tenchi. Are you not surprised by that? I know, but... Ah, uh, oh my gosh. Okay, how about this one? Uh, Saber Marionette J, Mr. Roboto by Styx. I can kind of see that one a little bit better. Okay. <laughs> that one's kind of a weird pairing still, too. But I, I, I mean, like, the ones that I'm coming up with are just because, like, they fit the theme, the general theme. There's, there's mm-hmm. a song called Zombie for Your Love that it's, 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 it's pretty funny, but I, I it would be good for like um oh god what's the name of that anime it's it's the zombies that kill zombies anime and I can't remember what it's called and I, then there's one that's the cranberries which is also called zombies which would be good for like pumpkin scissors which is a big anime about like wartime I've heard of that one yeah I'm kind of a downer when it comes to anime I like to go for blood and horror and death you give me those things and I am a happy camper. So you must be a big, I like that cranberry song. It's one of my favorites. A, you must be a big fan of uh, High School of the Dead, huh? Nah, that one's kind of like fan service. I I enjoy my I I enjoy my own boobies and and boobies in general on anime and stuff. But at the same time, I'm like, meh. And then, and spoilers, like the ending was just kind of, mm. it was, yeah. <laughs> the ending was kind of lackluster for me. Alright, well, we uh, got no calls in on the uh, Skype line, so I am shutting it down. And I am so glad I don't have to get up and grab my stylus for this. But then I think my stylus, I think my bag, the stylus is in my bag, which is across the room. I don't feel like going across the room, so... Okay, uh, let's go, let's move right along, um, let's see. Strange news from Japan. Let's, let's see if we can get through this without too much of an audio drop. And I think Mako-chan left us with some good ones. They are pretty strange. Oh, you should see as some, is par for the topic, uh, par for the course here. Yeah, you should see. You should hear some of the other stuff uh, she has found, and I think I have rarely put one on the chopping block. See, if the art, if it, we find Mako finds like five or ten, just as bad. Yes. 
Oh, I have friends that'll send me uh, their own stories from Japan, and they're just they they can get pretty weird out there. This whole mm-hmm. Backstreet Boy thing kind of fits in this if it came out of Japan. All right, I'll take the first one. University student arrested for forcibly stealing women's underwear in karaoke parlor. How the? F- How, uh... Maybe the article will have some answers. I hope so. <clears throat> A 23-year-old Tuscuba University student has been arrested on sexual assault charges after he forcibly removed an 18-year-old woman's underwear at a karaoke establishment. According to the police, the incident occurred at around 4 a.m. on Monday. Sankei Shimbun reported that the student, Taishi Miyamoto, and the woman had come to karaoke parlor in separate groups and did not know each other. The woman went to an empty room to make a phone call and Miyamoto followed her in. She told the police that he hugged her and then put his hand up her dress and removed her underwear and then left. Uh. Um. Um. First things first. Why the hell are you at a karaoke club at 4 a.m. on a Monday? It's totally normal in Japan, guys. I'm not even lying. We totally did that when I was over there and did. Yeah, they're open all hours. Yes, even if, like, yeah, Ari, if you go into Koreatown, whether you're in Flushing, Queens, or Midtown Manhattan, them karaoke parlors are open till 5, 6 o'clock in the morning. Seriously. And people come in. And then they close, and then the other selection of karaoke bars opens. Yup. Miyamoto was quoted as saying he was drunk and can't remember anything he did that night. Police said they are questioning him over an incident in February in which a man threatened a woman on the street and demanded she hand over her underwear. Oh, yeah. I'm not going to make the joke, so I'm going to just move right along. Uh, so who's going next? Either one of y'all. I can take the next one. That's fine with me. Go for it. Our next one is a fabulous fashion accessory for those of you who are looking for a little more freedom in your undergarments. Segwaying from our karaoke issue, you can probably fold these up and put them in your purse, but loincloths for women. Um, (laughs) I was kind of thrown off by this article. Um, apparently they're growing in popularity. Uh, once you try fundoshi, you'll never go back, says young Japanese fans. Um. Uh, yeah. Oh, gosh. I can only... I'm, I'm just gonna read. Walk into any lingerie store in Japan, and you'll find an array of cute and sexy panties. <laughs> I'm sorry. I feel a little bit like Hapasai right now. I can't. I can't even what a right haul, now. What a haul, what a haul. <laughs> Recently, though, there's a more traditional undergarment option that's winning over the hearts and hips of an increasing number of Japanese women. The loins... Which has gotten a modern makeover that gives it up nothing in the femininity department. I'm sorry. While you won't find a loincloth called fundoshi in Japanese lining shelves of mainstream lingerie chains like Amos Style and Amerfeel, the growing ranks of funjo, women who wear loincloths from fundoshi and jose, or woman, are well served by online retailers such as Rakuten, Sketch, sketch. Which sell women's loincloths at prices comparable to ordinary lingerie. And while for many, the first image comes to mind for fundoshi is the butt cheek exposing style called rakushaku fundoshi that's sometimes worn by the men who carry portable shrines at festivals, women loincloths are a bit more modest, not to mention cute. 
I'm so sorry. I have to get through this. Okay. For normally converted funjo, those in the know recommend moko fundoshi, which is fairly simmer- similar to a bikini bottom. Let's be honest. It is a bikini bottom, which ties close to just closed on just one hip. As a matter of fact, when made from the material with a playful pattern, a moko fundoshi at first glance almost seems like a normal pair of panties with a playful asymmetrical design. All I gotta say is hell to the no. <laughs> Not doing anything for you? It It is basically, it is a loincloth. It's basically a bikini bottom. And if, if you were having the problems at the karaoke bars, dude, these panties would come off faster and quicker. I, yeah, it, it's, it's a hell to the knot. I like, uh, underwear that actually fits me and I'm not afraid of it, like, falling off in public. Like, uh, no. I kind of think this is something you would wear with your dude at home, you know? What am I, a shrine maiden? Are we doing shrine maiden roleplay? Is that what you're, I don't, what? Why? Hey, whatever floats your boat, I'm just saying. If that's what you're into. You feel me? (laughs) Uh, hopefully not. (laughs) I got nothing. Someone take the last one. Which kind of connects. I'll take it then. Go for it. Cosplayers find a way to enjoy Japan's love hotels while staying fully clothed. With photo sessions. Oh boy, this one took a turn. Wait, before you continue, this just popped up in the chat room. Ranger Serena said, in regards to that, easy access, followed by Shinji Akari, who said, that went there. Good night, people! I was going to say, if you started ca- like, queuing up Careless Whisper, I would have thrun- I would have choked you out with my microphone wire. Uh, I'm a glutton for punishment. Even I have my limits. <laughs> Anyhow... Japan's love hotels, as the name implies, are all about the loving. Not only do, we, do these short stay accommodations provide a welcome oasis of privacy for couples that want to express their physical affection for one another, they often have elaborately decorated theme rooms to get the people in the mood. But while most visits to a love hotel aim to spend as little, spend as, little as time as possible with their, with their clothes on, one group has found a way to enjoy them while staying completely dressed. Cosplay fans who have discovered one love hotel that makes a great photo shoot location. No matter how perfect your cosplay outfit may be, your own costume can really only do half the job of bringing your favorite anime to life. That's because those fictional worlds are made up of environments as well as characters, and unless you've got a very unique living room, odds are you're going to have to go to a photo studio with plenty of props for full effect. Time in a photo studio can be expensive, though, when you live anywhere outside the major hotspots of a Taku subculture. Finding one with a decoration that can be improved, proven that you need can prove incredibly difficult. Mm. Cosplayers in Niigata City, though, have found a variable substitute for the Keibajo Us Love Hotel. From the from the outside, it's located next to a horse track and might look pretty plain. Some of its older guest rooms are conservatively appointed. Three years ago, the hotel underwent a paid a partial revolut- renovation and des- decided to get a little more creative with some of its rooms, like Room 201. Producing cooperation with adult video producer and distributor Soft On Demand. Oh boy. Mm. The room was no doubt designed for so that hotel guests can live out their naughty teacher lust, lusty student fantasies. Cosplayers have been using it to recreate scenes from their favorite schoolhouse anime series. 
And aiming for the authenticity, there's even a school chime that sounds when you enter the room. And while they're not seen in the picture, as I'll put in the chat, <clears throat> the room does include a jacuzzi and futon sleeping mat, so it's doubtful cosplayers have any need for either. Uh, let's see. For more classical settings, there's also room 211, start after a traditional Japanese house. <clears throat> there's soft on demand is also look invoking the design of a hospital room, which almost looks like the real thing. <clears throat> and there's an old-school Japanese prison in room 206. And, oddly enough, Ke Kebajo Us has, has a room based on, quote, the image of Japan that foreigners have, unquote. Well. Which also admits it incongruously has a dancing platform and disco ball. And then there's room 207, which looks like a typical Japanese home in the 50s. Uh, room 10, room 210, which makes you feel like you're in Mongolia. And finally, room 205, which looks like it could be a suitable choice for certain science fiction or cyberpunk cosplays. Mm. Although it also seems like it'd be the least sexy slash romantic for ordinary love hotel patrons, even with Kebajo Ox posting it, it feels like you're in a man's workplace. See, the room's picture here, the, the short stay costs between 41 and 5,900 yen, which is about 33 and $47. And when broken down to the cost per hour, it's much less than the time in a photo studio. The price becomes even more attractive in the case of 12-hour stays, which for the cosplay-friendly rooms runs between 49 and 6,700 yen. I mean, your photo session could be as cheap as 325 an hour. That ain't bad for someone that's on a budget. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but you wouldn't want to be doing any blacklight requirement cosplays up in there. I don't know. I, I would say because how they revere the hotels. I think they, you wouldn't have to worry about a blacklight. Now, the Ramada, that's right off of 95, on the other hand... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I had I stayed at one of those for uh, NecoCon one year. That was interesting. Yeah, I always check that Yelp. I Yelp up any hotel I'm staying in for a con. If it sounds sketch, no, ain't happening. And uh, what did you find out about that one? You. Uh... What do you mean? Did you say you uh? The, that Ramada or whatever. Yeah, we we went we stayed at the Ramada. The smell alone, I was ready to run out. It looked like as if somebody was murdered there. Ew. Yeah, and I'm comp I'm like we could have stayed at the Con Hotel, but no, you wanted to save a few dollars so we could walk three blocks. And dude was like, "You're welcome." And I'm just like, motherfucker. I can just picture the indignant way he said, you're welcome, after that. And as Ranger Serena says, why would you even sit on the table at the Ramada? <laughs> I don't know. I had to sit somewhere. There are tons of horror stories from friends who have worked in hospitality and hotels. One even includes finding a dead body under the box spring. Needless to say, my dreams have been ruined for any hotel stay. Uh... You think it needs to be purged with fire? Purge it all with flame. 
You see, those types of hotels I can tolerate. It's the more of the sketchy ones that you see along the way that have no hotel affiliation. Those are the ones you're like, um, you sure about that? In other words, half of the hotels that motels out on the Jersey fucking shore. Hey, a lot of those are cute and interesting. Except They're neat. Except for the one that had the busted microwave that still worked. Oh yeah, that one. Yikes. Wait, what? Um, one year for Q by the Sea, the first time we started going down to the Jersey Shore, we booked a hotel room. Uh I think somebody put something in the microwave to nuke it. It was working. And then we started to notice that the front the front door was busted in. The glass was gone. Yeah. We shut it off right Actually, away. Actually, we decided not to use it at all because oh, yeah. I pointed out, like, oh, look at, hey, check out this nice microwave. And I was, like, running my finger in the hole that the glass in the door was showing off. Yeah, I'd be afraid of cancer. Yeah. And then we decided to, you know, let's use the hotel Wi-Fi. Let's see if we can go online and, pl- and like, play Xbox. Yeah. We had my netbook. We turned my netbook into a mini router just so we could get on the Xbox Live to play Scott Pilgrim vs. the World. Great game. Loved it. Yes. I need, I need to go back and finish all the achievements and actually get a new arcade stick because I bought an arcade stick. Just for that, but it broke, so I, I'm, I'm seriously content with just buying a new one because it'll be cheaper than getting this one fixed. Baka, you've got to stop being a rage gamer. Maybe oh, when I, so many that way. I'm not a rage gamer. I let, I let someone borrow it, and it came back. It was fine. This was at one of my last parties. Somebody was playing it. I plugged it in afterwards, and it just stopped working. <sighs> I gotta get one for my PS4 eventually. I would I would check out Video Games New York because you can do you can do custom sticks like the colors, the knobs, the wall, the image that goes into the stick. You know what's it called? Video Games New York. They have they have a store here. You know so probably once I'm finally out of debt, I might just invest in a new stick just to have. I can appreciate. I'll be sure to keep them in mind. Mm-hmm. I'll be sure to keep them in mind. What was that Ichigo? I was saying, uh, I can appreciate the being out of debt thing. I'm still paying for college. Me too. <sighs> Me too. All right. I think we've made. I think we've made it down to the wire. Shall we go ahead and take this last break and wrap things up? Okay. Sure. All right, people. We'll be back.
Well, despite the little hiccups here and there, tonight's show wasn't that bad. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. And this time around, when playing the background music, y'all didn't cut out. So I don't know what the hell was that shit was all about. Fancy internet crap. That's a good thing, though. Oh, yeah, but now I'm starting to cut out again, but... It doesn't matter. We're coming down to the end of the show. Sad face. Don't be sad. We're, just, we're gonna do this again next week. Mm-hmm. So, it's thing to listen to. Yep. As you go, thanks for a pinch hitting at the last minute for us. Thanks so much for having me, guys. And really see tonight. Yeah, and from the, from the reactions of everyone in the chat room, they liked you a lot. Yeah. Senpai's noticed me. My job is done. Mic drop. Ups. <laughs> oh. If you like the show, tell a friend. Banter will tell another friend and so on and so forth. That's how we do. That's how we roll. We're, we're independent bloggers. We do this for the fun of it. So we want to know what you think of the show. Let us know at podcast at AnimeJamSession.com. Again, that's podcast at AnimeJamSession.com. What's on your mind? We're ready to believe you. Check out our website at AnimeJamSession.com where you can find all of our podcasts, articles about conventions, and other cool stuff. We And we are working on bringing you some more content, so stay tuned. You can also find our podcast on Podcast Alley, iTunes, Stitcher, Miro, Double Twist, Blueberry, Groove, and TuneIn Radio. These are awesome websites where if you don't have time to download the episodes, you can stream it from some of these sites and check it out. And we ask if you listen to us on Groove, iTunes, or Stitcher, Give us a shout. Let us know what, what you think of us. You know, we really want to hear some great reviews. Uh, YouTube. YouTube.com slash Anime Jam Session TV. This is where we keep... This is where we store all of our convention videos. Check out my latest upload. Another Anime Convention 2014. Swing by and check out some of those videos. Um, we are also on YouTube. Uh, you can find my videos at YouTube.com slash DJRonMess. And Ari's over at Ari22682. Uh, Ichigo's not on the YouTubes yet, so... Yeah, guys, but I'm getting to it. She's getting there, so give her some time, people. So definitely check out our YouTube page to see some videos that we like and share and our own custom creations, if we ever get around to doing it. Uh, Twitter.com slash Anime Jam Session. Follow us on there for updates on our website, what's going on with the podcast and other information. Um... And also, what conventions we're going to. Definitely follow us there. And for updates. If you want to follow us on Twitter and see what makes us tick and what's up, you can find me at twitter.com slash djronmas. Ari is over at the Ari Man. And you can find Ichigo over at Ichigogami. So, find us, follow us, talk to us. We don't bite. Unless you don't want us. Unless you want us to, you know? Uh, let's see... Facebook, facebook.com slash Anime Jam Session. And to all our fans out there who have liked the page, the articles, videos, photos, all the content that's up there, thank you. Thank you so much for liking it and supporting us. We're going to continue to work hard and push up more stuff for y'all. So as long as you continue to like the page, we're going to bring you more content. And I will have some photos coming up real soon. If you want to follow us on Facebook and see what we think about certain things and what's up, you can find me at facebook.com slash Uh You can find Ari over at Ari Rockefeller. 
And you can find Ichigo over at Furzy? It's it's spiritual, but it's my old name. If you just want to look up Ichigo Gami, you can just hit my main page and I'll hit you up with my cosplay page. So at it, it's Ichigo Gami, like my name. Works for me. Um, if you like uh, Anime Jam Session, you should check out some of the other podcasts on the Vognet. We have some other uh, cool geek po- geek casts for you to check out. Um, we have the Starboard Power Coupling Podcast, the Geek Card, Bobby Blackwolf Show, Orange Lounge Radio, Critical Myth, British Invaders, Pod Culture, Understation Live, which is wrapping up, is running down to I think his last 12 episodes, give or take, final episodes in December. Um, Electric Sisterhood, which is on right before us, and there's also uh, Girls Gone Wow. These are podcasts that talk about gaming, MMOs, television, pop culture, sci-fi, all that cool stuff, things that we don't normally talk about. So if you have a genre of itch to scratch, definitely check out one of these other shows. Okay, go around the room. Last words, Ari. I hate being broke. Who are you trying to kill? Huh? Who are you trying to tell? I feel you on that. Completely honestly agree with that. Last words, Ichigo. It was a lot of fun to come and hang out with you guys tonight. And I'm going to go back and sew myself into my machine working on cosplay. My last words. Have fun with that. So much fun. (laughs) My last words is, I have work tomorrow and I have two projects for work I have to turn in. So right after this, I'm going to finish them and put them on my OneDrive and just email them when I get a chance and call it a night. That is it. End of list. Hopefully, if the internet's up and running next week, Mako-chan will be back. And we may have a couple of awesome guests. We will see. So, that is it. End of list. Uh, I'm Ranma. I'm Ari. And I'm Ichigo. Great fight. Great night. See you next week. Good night. Sayonara. Okay, Ichigo. Let's see whose side you're on. Oh, goodness. I have to choose? Say goodnight, Ichigo. Good night, Ichigo. Thank you, somebody who actually listens to me. Not for <laughs> long. What? Uh-oh. <laughs> <sighs> Good night, everybody. This podcast has been a production of Anime Jam Session and AJS Productions. No fanboys and fangirls were hurt, maimed, shot, electrocuted, or pistol whipped in this episode. For now. The views, opinions, and thoughts expressioned on this show do not reflect the staff or the network as a whole. But we're still right, damn it. For transcripts of this episode, start typing. Check us out at AnimeJamSession.com and vognetwork.com for more information about us and other programming. Jamatane!